After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am your host and owner of RAWF, the incomparable Lord Amadeus at your service tonight. Uh, With me as always, the lovable luchador himself, victorious at tropical aggression. He is the one and only. Oh, 
one and only El Vacant is here. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, señor. ¿Cómo está? Ah, it is. It is. It has been one hell of a week, certainly. Uh, to be to say the least, we got a lot of things to talk about tonight. Let me tell you. Uh, first of all, we got to go over final tropical aggression results. So let me cue them up real quick, and uh, we will go over them uh, real quick. Mithras is still your world and platinum dragon champions. He's defeated both Maeve and Paragon for the second straight pay-per-view to retain both titles. So Mithras still on. Quite the role, ladies and gentlemen, as world and platinum dragon champions. However, we have a new national champion, the Great Red Dragon, ladies and gentlemen, defeated Hobo Ezekiel to become the new national champion. Congratulations to the Great Red Dragon. Yes, you did. You absolutely did. Uh, The Immortal Griffith, still your men's champion after defeating Judgment. However, we have a new estrogen champion. Cassie Joe defeated Europa Muscles to become the new estrogen champion. Congratulations to her. Uh, Deez is still your FUBAR City champion after defeating Iceman King Parsons, but we have a new Midnight Hobo champion as Beast defeated Luke Cage, the power player, to become the new Midnight Hobo champion. We also have a new Triple Crown champion as Tigress, Defeated Chris Cage and Knox Boogie to become the new Triple Crown champion. So, a lot of new champions at Tropical Aggression. Uh, Claymore is still your multimedia champion after defeating, defeating Big Effin. Tigress is still your Powerball champion after defeating the Hawkster. Uh, unfortunately, there's... Well, Hotness is no longer your tag team champions. They got defeated by Swords and Scimitars, which of course is Claymore and Teflon Sheik, El Vacant. So I mean I'm assuming I'm assuming Claymore carried that match. I, I'm assuming too. I mean, it, it's not like Teflon didn't have other things on his mind that night, like the the, the shit kicking I gave him uh earlier <laughs> in the evening. Uh Claymore defeated T Uber Vegan TPO to become the new White Lightning champion. And he retained a Supreme Fighter Championship against Wolfie. That means Claymore right now in possession of four RAWF championships. As he is multimedia champion, Supreme Fighter champion, White Lightning champion, and one half of the tag team champions. It always seems like there's somebody in the company that has to hog more than one belt, more than more than two what or three belts. I th- he thinks he might think he's D's, might think he's Griff. I don't know. It's it's it's. You know, it's always somebody. But anyhow, Killer Neptune still your champion's choice champion after defeating Lady Vex in their Under the Sea match. Uh, Clay and, and the Immortal Griffith still your Hatfield McCoy champion after defeating the Cougar. Judgment won his Church of Satan match against Uncle Frank. You, of course, defeated Juan in your Lucha Libre match. Uh, Cactus Josh defeated Beast. Uh, In the eight-man tag, Tact defeated Anarchy. Uh, Redneck Avenger defeated Psy. Uh, Brunette Strangler won the Million Coin Challenge against Aaron McFadden. She also defeated Androge Davis in her rankings match. Paragon defeated Iceman Kings Parsons in a a key match. And I, of course, defeated the Teflon Sheik. As you can see, I still have my hair, and Teflon Sheik will no longer be able to compete in the arsehole of the month or get a men's title shot and 
any shape, way, or form. So that was tropical aggression, L vacant. And uh, what did you? What do you take out of everything that happened to tropical aggression? Anything stand out? <clears throat> I mean. I mean, my real takeaway from tropical aggression is that someone stood me up. Oh, someone stood you up? See, after the match, I was supposed to be taking a certain someone, you know, around and show her the sights and, you know, maybe you know, take her to dinner. And, you know, and then, you know, I guess because she didn't win their match, she was upset and I, she never showed. So, I mean, you know, a little hurt. Oh well, uh, well maybe she maybe there's some explaining to do. Maybe she'll she'll do that later in the show. Uh, but right now, L vacant, you have the honor and privilege to announce the final top twenty-five for this rankings period. Uh, so, without further ado, would you oblige? <clears throat> see, see, I, I believe I can take care of that for you. Okay, everybody, like you said, this is the final rankings for this period, the very final. So this this is going to determine, you know, what you can do for the next month. This is going to determine whether you're going to get um, chances at title shots, etc., etc., etc. Okay, here we go. In 25th place, we have the world's longest name, Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon Hobo Bum Rusher. I don't know. It's a very long name. All right. In 24th place, we have the unsettled Chris Cage. In uh, 23rd place, we have MTC, which I am told stands for Matt the CAC, which really doesn't make any more sense. So, sure, we'll go with that. All right. In 22nd place, we have the power player himself, Luke Cage. Uh, so, he's still in the top 25. Good for him. In uh, 21st place, we have our current Midnight Hobo champion, Beast. I still love saying it. It's always fun. All right. Uh, in 20th place, we have our current Fubar City champion, uh, Bees. Uh, apparently, he's just going to hold on to that forever because he thinks he's Mithras with, you know, just different belt. All right. In 19th place, we have the su- current Superstars champion. Really? He has the Superstars? Oh, why, do, why do we have oh. to ever say he has a title? I, I, yeah, that, that was a – I was going to mention that. Kind of forgot, which is, you know, good reason. I forgot. Teflon Sheik. The superstar champion is in 19th position. All right. In 18th position, we have everybody's favorite bully, the Hawkster. In 17th position, we have our uh, the chairman, as it were, the Razor. In uh, 16th position, we have uh, uh, Mr. R.A.W.F. Judgment, uh, collector of faces, apparently. God, that's ghastly. Right. In 15th place, we have, oh, hola, birdie lady. Raven is in 15th place. Uh, in 14th place, my favorite name to say, and I bet you if people are paying attention, you know what that means. My favorite name to say, Bony Jiggles, because, it, come on, it's hilarious, Bony Jiggles. <laughs> I laugh every time. All right, in 13th place, we have our Triple Crown and Powerball Champion, Tigress. Go you, kitty lady. Go you. Good for you. Uh, in 12th place, we have our new Estrogen Champion, Cassie Joe. In 11th place, we have our ego, I mean, our men's champion, uh, the Immortal Griffith. In 10th place, we have, look, you know, I pointed out, I don't know who this guy is, but he's certainly coming in by storm because someone named Carnage King, who I've never seen and never met, uh, is managed to final at 10th position. 10th. All right. In 9th place, we have, uh, oh, look at that, the the, the ever-so-popular Mungi Su is in 9th position. Right. 
In eighth place, our multimedia supreme fighter white lightning tag champion Claymore is in eighth place. All right. And in seventh place, we have the Paragon of Greatness. In sixth place, we have uh, Lady Vex. In fifth place, we have, oh, look at that, her one of her best friends, Brunette Strangler. We have in fourth place, we have our current world and the Platinum Dragon champion. That would be Mithras. In third place, we have Mabel Hare. And then in second place, we have Iceman King Parsons. And in first place, we have the national champion, the Great Red Dragon. Go him. There you go, everybody. Those are your final standings for this period. And I am posting that graphic right now in the top 25 scene, I think. Hold on. Did it go? You think? I hope it did. Maybe. I'm hoping. Let's see. Did it go? There it goes. All right. So that is your final top 25 for this rankings period. So what does that mean for tomorrow's superstars? Oh, a whole bunch of things. Uh, first of all, tomorrow's superstars comes to you live from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. Uh, the historic Staples Center, if you will. It, well, I, you know, I kind of want. There's a couple matches I kind of want to spring on people, and not, I don't want. I don't want to announce them all right now. I kind of want to spring them on because there'd be some. There's some pretty uh, interesting matches on the card tomorrow. Uh, I can tell you that Teflon Sheik will defend his Superstars Championship against the unsettled Chris Cage. Um, Mithras will defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Paragon of Greatness, a match uh, made, uh, I believe, last was yes last week, uh, right here on After Hours. So that will be happening. Uh, let's see what else can I can I let slip? Uh, as soon as I, there we go. Uh, multimedia contender match. It'll be Luke Cage taking on. Hold on. Pages don't want to load. Okay, Luke Cage taking on Matt the CAC, MTC. Uh, in one Triple Crown contender match, it'll be the Razor versus the Hawkster. For the Platinum Dragon Contendership match, it'll be Maeve O'Hare taking on the Brunette Strangler. The main event tomorrow for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship at Cataclysm. It will be the Great Red Dragon versus Iceman King Parsons. So, And a Fubar City Contender match, it'll be Boney Jiggles taking on Raven. Uh, National Contender match. The Paragon of Greatness takes on Money Sue. Midnight Hobo contender match, Lady Vex to take on Carnage King. And Oscar it. Well, this was the cat out of the bag. And the other Triple Crown contender match, Judgment to take on the Teflon Sheik. Nothing? I got nothing out of that? I, that's, that's, that'll be amusing. I I thought so. I thought that was going to be very amusing. So, those are, I believe, all the contender matches. Hopefully, I covered all of them. Contender Platinum Dragon. Yep. All right. So that is what is on tap tomorrow from 
the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. All right, let's get to some GM reports real quick. Uh, from Unstoppable Tag Team Report, round two is underway. Congratulations to the new tag team champions, Swords and Scimitars, Teflon Sheik and Claymore. So that is the tag report. Let's now go to our current Hatfield and McCoy GM. He is the one and only. match for Cataclysm. It is the Immortal Griffith versus Beast for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship. Should be a good one, uh, to say the least. We'll get comments from Immortal Griffith later. Thank you, Judgment, very much. And I'm going to sit this up. on your desk right here. I'll sit this on the, this desk right here until I come back. This is the jar with what, the face what? in it. There you go. No, no you can okay, sit it right there. I'll be back in just a few minutes. What did... What? Is that it's the face in the jar? Oh God, yes, that's right. Oh no, mm. turn here. You, 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 you take that. Get there. Hold on. No, Get no, there. you just wait. I have an answer. I don't want You know what the upside the always wearing a cape is? I can take it off and cover shit. Give me a moment. Here, wait. Just put this over that, like there. Ah, now we don't. That'll have to work. See it. Much better. Thank you. Much better. Hi, Vey. All right. Let me get you all a quick Powerball report. 
uh, I believe last week Razor announced all the participants in the Powerball tournament. So let's take a look at how all 807 of them. Oh yeah, probably. Right now, the Powerball Contendership Tournament is in the second round. Money Sue has advanced to the quarterfinals, as has Uncle Frank, Powerbomb McGee, and the Paragon of Greatness. We are waiting on Ali Bunny versus Dees, Max Powell versus Killa Neptune, Judgment versus The Booze, and Mark Caliber versus Claymore and to see who will join those people in the quarterfinals uh, of the Powerball Tournament. All right, next up... You guys, people will have to forgive me tonight. I'm not used to having two different kinds of browsers, so it's kind of <laughs> – all right. Ladies and gentlemen, next up is our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. and gentlemen he is the paragon of greatness good evening paragon i love it going retro tonight with the theme song we're hyped here for after hours everybody and we've got a story unfolded here for the ultimate gauntlet last week i let you in on the fact that there was a story starting to brew in the division a story by the name of papa shaker who had defeated cassie joe he had defeated Allie knight he went on to a third match where he defeated Cyber Lynx. Then he went on to defeat BD2, making it to his fifth and final match in the gauntlet. Could he do it? Is it going to be another successful gauntlet run? He steps up to the final boss of the game, Claymore, who cuts down Papa Shaker at the end of his run thus starting a brand new run of his own as Claymore has now defeated Papa Shaker and is currently in a matchup with Hot Cheese. Oh, just a bit outside for Papa Shaker. Oh, man. Missed it well, by that much. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Wow. That's the challenge of the Ultimate Gauntlet, ladies and gentlemen. You always have to stay one step ahead of the competition. Just when you think that you have it, the carpet can be pulled right out from underneath you, and suddenly you're back at the bottom of the list. <sighs> well, it is what it is. So good. Better luck next time, Papa. Better luck next time. Thank you, El Vacant. Or, sorry, Paragon, sorry. Uh, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. Uh, thank you, both of you. You're both doing a great job tonight. I'm just I'm just all over the place. Let me tell you. I mean, at least he didn't do your report for you this time. He just here. called you me. <laughs> here, here. I, 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 where, where is that? Here we go. He did it himself. That's lovely. I did it myself. I I deserve it for that. Not only it's just just it is it is what it is. Oh gosh. Next up, 
She is our high voltage invitational and battle of the hormones GM. She is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar. Good evening, cougs. Good evening, L.A. Hi, vacant. Hola. ¿Cómo está? Bien, ¿y tú? Oh, you're better now. I mean, even better, you know, you took your seat back on Sunday and see how to brush it off for you. <laughs> well, you, you have so many people sitting on that poor knee. Not right now. It's a zombie knee. It feels no pain. It's, he's, it's true. Uh, no comment. <laughs> so, Coogs, what is the haps in the battle of the hormones? Are we anywhere close to getting a challenger to Wildfire's hormonal championship? I am waiting for Killer Neptune and Dee's to finish their match. It is in the final now. All right, so it will either so it be will Killer be Neptune, okay. Killer Neptune or D's. Awesome, awesome. So once we get that, once we get that settled, we'll have a match for uh, the hormonal championship currently held by Wildfire, and then you can start the next season of Battle of the Hormones. So let's talk about the high voltage Invitational. Where are we looking at? What are we looking at right now? We have one of the tournaments already finished, so we have Damia joining um, Nightcrawler, Beast, Chris Cage, and Uber Vegan right now. The rest of the tournaments are in the finals, which surprised me. They're they're moving along this time quite quickly. Um, sorry, two browsers. <sighs> We have Paragon and Goddess going at it for one spot. We have Griff and the one and only Carnage King going for another spot. And then we have my favorite redneck, R.A., and Powerbomb McGee going for the final spot. All right. Wow, that Powerbomb McGee is getting around. He's uh, (laughs) just joined, and he's already... uh, (laughs) We've said his name several times already tonight, so maybe we'll hear from more from Powerbomb McGee in the coming weeks. We shall see. All right. Thank you, Coogs, very, very much. Um, last but not least, I think we had a 32-to-1 
update earlier. And no, actually, we haven't. There's nothing to report in 32 to 1 at the moment, apparently. All right. So, that being said, ah, we got some big matches tomorrow, L Vacant. Some huge matches on tap. Um, First of all, Judge. Judge. Judgment. Yes, 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 yes. You have have a Triple Crown Contender match tomorrow. I heard that. I I heard that. I heard that. And what have you you done to my... Get that off of my jar. What? Yeah. No, I I don't want to see that. Leave the cage on the jar. We were keeping it warm. We were keeping it warm. We didn't want to catch cold. Okay, thank you. So, Judge, first of all, yes. I mean, after after the win, the, the Church of Satan match, you know, it was, you know, you had a great period, you got into contendership, but now you got to take on, uh, take on your 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 what do you what do you call? I guess you'd be your boss or whatever he is in te- Terry. You have to take on the Yeah, okay, you did this on purpose. Are you okay? Perfect. I got a feeling you done this on purpose. I feel like you done this on purpose. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Where did that music come from, first of all? It's like, it's like, I don't know. Well, I didn't hear no music. You... Okay. Uh, well, I did not do you know, that on purpose. I've been hearing how music, I... but not, I've been I, I've been hearing a little bit, but I I, I, I didn't really hear that. Did you really hear that? Hear what? Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't hear that. But. Ah. <sighs> So talk to me about facing Teflon Sheik for a shot at the Triple Crown Championship, Judge. Well, got to do what you got to do. Boss or no boss, I got to not to fight him like I fought Griff. Uh, you might want to fight him better than you fought Griff. Well, that's what I fixed to say. I need to fight him a little bit better, but I, 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 I. I I don't know. Maybe well, she gives. Maybe, maybe maybe I should just let the sheep let the sheep take go ahead and step up to to the plate. Why would you? We'll see what why would what? We'll see what happens. We'll just see what happens. What is it with you terroring people? Get, mm. Well, judge, if you deign to do that and miss your opportunity at a championship, that uh, that's your business, I suppose. But. Um, you know, for someone yeah, who claims know, to be Mr. R.A.W.F. doesn't like that. What? Are you, I don't. <clears throat> My tongue got tired for a minute there. <clears throat> yeah. Why are you you? But you're stuttering a lot, Judge. I don't know. But I don't know. My 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 over here. My manager. <laughs>
Okay. Who's playing with the hmm. Did you hear that, Elvagan? Tell me tell me I'm not the only one that heard that. Batman Oh, good lord. What? So you did hear it. Okay. Judge what did you do? Judges around and all of a sudden songs just freaking. I am not touching up. the board. It is not me. I, yeah, I I know. I know you're not touching the board. I, neither am I. Judge, what has happened to you? Something's going on here. This is this is freaky. I don't, I don't know what you're you talking about. I, it's, you it's, come it's, around. You're starting to stutter. Songs start playing. It's it's. What are you doing? I'm I'm not nothing different. Yeah. Okay, you. I think maybe it would be a good idea if you went and um, I don't know had 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 a hot dog or had some had some yogurt or something. Just get back. I don't, I don't know what the heck's going on. Yogurt. Yeah. That's good enough for me. C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. Oh, cookie, cookie. Okay, Elvacan, why did you just start singing? Oh, no, that wasn't me. I mean, I oh, get okay. why you would think, but no. I did, Here, this I, is my okay. version. She is for cookie. Like That's good enough for me. No, okay, I guess you're right. It was me. <laughs> and it did sound like him. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I thought this stuff was going on before I came. Before I came. Before I came in here. <clears throat> no, none of this was going on before you came in here. <clears throat> there was I think no it was. I think, I think it was. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm. 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 I'm dumbfounded. Listen to this stuff. I'm just going to take my. I'm just going to take the face and I'm going to get out of here. Good luck against. Yes, take your face with you. Give me my face. I take it. <laughs> I don't want. I'm not touching it. <laughs> oh. Just very face. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. REWF Judgment, and I, you know, known judge for many, many years, like it, but I've, and, I, and some strange things happening around him, and he does some strange things, but this is, this, this takes the cake. This is just getting weirder and weirder by the week. Ah, uh, but. Anywho, ladies and gentlemen, at Tropical Aggression, this man became the new national champion. And tomorrow night in Los Angeles has an opportunity to possibly be the next challenger to Mithras' World Heavyweight Championship. He is a man who needs no introduction. Champ, you are on the air. Go! Evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. The great Red Dragon. Good evening, Lord Amadeus. How you doing? Dragon, congratulations on your victory over Hobo Ezekiel at Tropical Aggression. You are the new national champion. That victory cinched your spot in the number one position in this month in this period's rankings. Thus, you will be fighting for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship tomorrow 
in the Staples Center when you take on Iceman King Parsons. First of all, talk to me about the win over Hobo. Well, first of all, you're welcome. And second, oh, wait, you meant that's where I'm supposed to actually say thank you. Well, more you're welcome, Saturn, more apropos. But winning against Hobo, my God, I said it right here that I was going to go into a battle and when I say said that Hobo was an amazing competitor and someone to fear, I wasn't joking. Hobo took me to the limit that I have not been to before and I think I took him just beyond his limit by barely pinning him there at the end. What an amazing match. I'm still recovering. Thank goodness I have been cleared. Uh, Just a little bit of bruising on the ribs and uh, my arms taped up a little bit. But I I feel uh, pretty bad and knocked up, to be honest with you. But what a tremendous beauty it is to hold this title around this sexy waist. Oh, my God. It feels Amazing. Mm, thank you. <laughs> well, con- again, congratulations, Dragon. It's been it's been a long time coming, uh, winning the national title. But tomorrow in the Staples Center, it'll be you and Iceman King Parsons. The winner goes on to face Mithras for the World Heavyweight Championship at Cataclysm. Your thoughts? Oh, Iceman King Parsons. He's an unknown commodity. I have not been able to face him just yet, but I think he knows that he's going and stepping into a big event. Because whenever you face greatness, you know greatness is going to bring it every single time. So, Iceman King Parsons. You're stepping into the ring tomorrow with the great Red Dragon. Be ready. It is going to be a battle to be sure. The great Red Dragon to face Iceman King Parsons. The winner will go on to face Mithras for the most coveted singles title in all of Unstoppable. It is the R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Dragon, I mean... Any final thoughts for our RAWF listeners? I'm sorry, what? Something cut that cut out right there. I said, any final thoughts for our RAWF listeners? Ah, oh, yes. Gaze upon greatness, you pansies. Ha, ha, ha. Three-time RAWF champion with three different belts. You're welcome. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Great Red Dragon. Tomorrow, he could become the number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship. Now, I turn to uh, uh, back to the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, two huge matches for you tomorrow in the Staples Center. Um, a rematch, a, a, you know, a three, third time is a charm, possibly, uh, when it's one-on-one, you and Mithras for the Platinum Dragon Championship. He challenged you right here on air last week. You accepted. The rematch is tomorrow in the Staples Center. Your thoughts going into this 
epic contest? A lot of questions and not a lot of answers, LA. That's that's my thoughts going in about Mithras, you know. I, if we rewind a little bit back to Immortal, that match that was created by Mithras seemingly benefited me for no reason. And sure, I came out the other side without any championships. And yet, in that match, he had nothing but complimentary things to say about me. We go to my first one-on-one championship match with Mithras. Again, I fail. And yet, the things that Mithras has to say almost sound like he felt like he lost the match. We go to my second one-on-one match. Again, I fail. And again, Mithras seems to make it sound like he felt like he lost that match. And then at Tropical Aggression, I have another one. And I lose again. I have decisively lost over and over to Mithras. This is starting to look an awful lot like Immortal Greatness, obviously. Uh, and, And I remember that. And I don't want to have to face Mithras the title machine a hundred times, but apparently Mithras, he's loving the idea because we finish up at Tropical Aggression, and once again, he calls me out for not performing the way that I should have. He challenges me to a match that I do not deserve. I have decisively lost to Mithras so many times, and yet it, it feels like there's something that he wants from this match that I haven't delivered. And for the life of me, I could not tell you what it is. It's, it's baffling. I said, there's a lot of questions. And then why don't we add into the equation, this whole Iceman King Parson situation going into tropical aggression. I get attacked. I'm laid out. It looks like I'm going to be injured. I may not even be able to compete in the platinum dragon title match. And then we find footage that makes it believe, makes me believe, at least temporarily, Mithras is the man that really pulled the trigger on that whole situation. But I thought, how? That's, that's not within the character of Mithras. It doesn't make sense. It's not something that he would do. And the way that he talks and behaves around me would suggest that there's no reason why he would want to attack me. And all of my faith in Mithras pays off at Tropical Aggression when I have this match with him, this brilliant match, one of the match of the year candidates, and when it's over, when the smoke clears, he wants to give me another shot. That's not something that somebody who would try to have me injured would do. But last week on Superstars, Iceman King Parsons stood in the middle of that ring and confirmed to the world He said, in no uncertain terms, Mithras, the title machine, I want my money. So now I go into a match next week with Mithras after it virtually being confirmed that he was the man behind this Iceman situation. But I still don't believe it. It doesn't make any sense. None of the pieces add up. And so... 
I reiterate to you one more time, Mithra, or to L.A., this Mithra situation. A lot of questions, not a lot of answers. Well, maybe tomorrow you'll get some of the answers you're looking for, Paragon. If you can beat Mithras for the Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow in the Staples Center, um, maybe that'll be a partial answer. If not, we will see you going forward. But also on your slate tomorrow, a national title contender match against a fellow Hall of Famer, a man you know loves to run his mouth, and I'm surprised he's not here to do so tonight. Maybe it's still early, but maybe he will, but... He w- it will be you versus Money Shoe Sue for a shot at the Great Red Dragons National Championship. Have you ever said something and then almost immediately realized that it was a mistake, LA? Because no, that's week- never that has never happened to me ever in my entire life, Paragon. Not once. Well, there you go. Certainly not just moments ne- never, ago. Never. It's, ne- never. It's a rare. It's a rare occasion. It, it certainly doesn't happen. Uh, well, that it happened to me. <laughs> you know, last week I made that comment about the Superstars Championship match. Who's going to bring the Rotten Tomatoes? Do we bring our, ourselves? Are they going to be provided by the arena? And I immediately am going to feel the receipt from that comment as the man who is now angry after losing that match, gets a shot with me one-on-one in a very important match for a contendership to a championship that means a lot. And I think that, if anything, that is something that I'm really excited about because there's some clarity. You know, I I don't have a lot of question marks. I don't have a, a lot of confusion around this match. It's me, a Hall of Famer, versus Money Sue, another Hall of Famer, in a match that is surefire to be great, and it's against a man that has everything to gain and nothing to lose, and he certainly wants to teach me a lesson. I I feel like this match is going to be fun. I haven't had fun for a while in a match I've been trying to take things way too seriously. I've been trying to improve my game, and I think that this one, the good old spirit of competition, is going to be alive and well, even if I don't really like the guy I'm in the ring with. It should definitely be a fun match. Money Sue uh, was the first ever national champion. Uh, Some trivia there for you. So I'm sure he'll be motivated uh, and like you said, he lost to the Superstars title. He was very proud of being Superstars champion. Uh, so, yeah, you might be facing a very a very upset Money Sue tomorrow. Should be interesting. Uh, with that being said, Paragon, good luck to you in both matches. We'll, of course, all be watching live from the Staples Center. Thank you. All right, next up. Is the other person in the world title contender match tomorrow? We heard from the Great Red Dragon who finished number one. Let's now talk to the man who finished at number two in the rankings and will face the Great Red Dragon for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship tomorrow at the Staples Center. He is the one and only. Motherfucker, 
skirts of Detroit, Rock City, A-shirts, Cadillacs, big titties, skinny models. Ladies and gentlemen, Iceman King Parsons is here. Good evening, Iceman. Good evening. It's me. It's me. It's the IKB. How you doing? Doing good, Iceman. Congratulations on your second place finish in the top 25. And tomorrow, your shot at, I'll have to say it, greatness. Uh, when you take on the Great Red Dragon, the winner of that match goes on to face Mithras for the World Heavyweight Championship at Cataclysm. First of all, uh, coming coming off that loss to D's uh, for the FUBAR C Championship at Tropical Aggression, were you expecting to be in this position come this week? Well, you know, that's a good question. I really didn't know what was going to happen after um, after that loss uh, to D's because he definitely scouted me out and knew my weakness because as soon as he trotted out the Mexican bikini team and I got distracted, he beamed me with that stupid gun of his and, you know, that was it, and then he got the win. But it was okay because once I came to, the Mexican bikini team took me out on the town, and we had a great time. So I think I'd say I won, and he and he kept the belt. So it all worked out in the end. But it is <laughs> well, interesting I, I, that we have the we have the loudest mouth in the company fighting the greatest male voice in all of wrestling, Unstoppable. So it'll definitely be an interesting matchup. I, I, I expect that line right there is going to get you so much heat in the locker room. Do you know how many people are going to argue that that they are perhaps louder than you? Ah, let them let them bring it. Let them. I bring mean, money's it. still alone. Money too. Come on, give me a break. No way. I didn't say he'd win the match. I'm just saying he'll bitch. <laughs> ah, let him bitch. Let him all bitch. So, with that being said, Iceman, I mean, and this is a, a huge opportunity. You've been in the company a little while now, not not a horrible long amount of time, but it, it is, you have definitely been proven to be um, a heavy hitter. You're definitely someone to to that's going to be, going to be contending for these titles. But tell me, were you? I mean, when it comes to the World Heavyweight Championship, what are your thoughts if I possibly have facing Mithras? At cataclysm. Well, you know, I mean, one, I'm not going to discount the man at all. I mean, he and I have known each other a long time. We're tag team partners in other companies. Um, you know, I mean, Myth and I have a have a history, and he's a tough competitor. But you know, if I get back past, past Great Red Dragon and go for the title, I'm just I'm going to bring it, and he better be ready. Because um, it's time for me to make an impact. Well, it certainly would be a huge impact. One, you know, one that uh, it, it's very hard to get to a world heavyweight title in RAWF on purpose. You may, you uh, definitely put talk the talk and walk the walk this rankings period. So congratulations. Uh, anything to say to the Great Red Dragon after hearing what he had to say earlier? Well, you know, Dragon. You said it pretty much all that we've never faced each other before, so this is going to be a very interesting match. Um, but when you talk about greatness, you got to talk about me too. So I do not want you to have to hand me one of those little chump cards that you give everybody after a match because I don't want to see one of those. So I'm going to be bringing my A game and my A-plus game tomorrow, so just be prepared. 
All right. Well, IKP, Iceman King Parsons, set to face the Great Red Dragon tomorrow in the Staples Center. The winner gets a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship at Cataclysm. Good luck to you, IKP. Thank you, sir. We'll see what happens. All right. That was Iceman King Parsons. So, L Vacant, we've heard from both competitors in We've heard from both competitors in the big contender match tomorrow. I want to hear from you. Who do you predict will walk away the number one contender to Mithras' World of Weight Championship when the smoke clears tomorrow in the Staples Center? Hmm. That is a tough one. I, my gut says IKP, but, you know, I've, 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 I've overlooked, I've overlooked uh, the Dragon before, and he's, you know, he surprised me. So, so I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to go with IKP, but I, I think it's going to be close. It should definitely be a really good match tomorrow. Uh, between Dragon and IKP, one of them has an opportunity to become the next World Heavyweight Champion. All right. Our next guest has a shot at facing Mithras for the third straight pay-per-view, if she can get past the brunette strangler. But there's a little bit, something a little bit different this time. Let's talk to the Terror Inc.'s own... Good evening, vacant lad. Oh, um, good evening. Okay, I see. Nothing to say about, you know, a certain uh, missed appointment? Missed appointment? We, we, we had plans. I was supposed to take around the, around the city, Cancun, show you the sights. You did show up. I were concussed, lad. Do you do you want to see the trainer's report? No. <laughs> okay. Well, now we got that cleared up, and she does have a point. She didn't. It was a rough night for her, so uh, maybe, maybe next time. Maybe we're in Mexico. You can show her around. But Maeve. Uh, oh yeah. So like yeah. in a year and a half, when you finally deign to go to Mexico again. Well, you know, we could have more cards in Mexico. Just, just. So, Maeve, tomorrow on Superstars, it'll be you and the Brunette Strangler. The winner will get a shot at Mithras' Platinum Dragon Championship. Uh, if you were to get past Brew, that means you would have to face Mithras for a third straight pay-per-view. What, 
how does I mean after the last two pay per views, is that something you'd relish? Is that something you'd look forward to, or would you be against having to do such a thing? No, no, I love getting fed to the threshing machine. Kind of second question is that. I mean, keep in mind, it might not be mistress. This is true. You got a point. I I did forget that. I did forget that it could very well be Paragon, depending on the the outcome of the Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow. Uh, So there is, but so the the chances of it being mistress are just a little bit less, but it's still the potential is still there. First of all, would you rather face Paragon than Mithras? I mean, that's a bit of a loaded question, isn't it? I mean, it's like it's like asking, well, would you would you rather have this poison or that poison? I mean, either way, you're going to throw me up against someone who's twice my size. Um, and this is assuming that you know I, I get past the wrecking machine that is Brunette Strangler, and she's no mean feat herself. No, she's uh, not. She is definitely not. You know, for, for all. You complain about how you don't want to see Tedder Inc. having belts. You sure don't seem to have a problem putting people in title matches, except for me. You keep giving me all the hard ones. I mean, let's see. I had to face Sheik. I had to face English. So you said they were hard. I had to go up. A big pardon. You, well, you, first you said you get all the hard matches, but you let off with Sheik. I thought you said they were hard. Just because that match didn't end up being hard doesn't mean it couldn't have been. Yes, it does, because it's chic. Did you not see what I did? To, never. I'm not gonna not gonna go there right now. Uh, anywho, Maeve. With that do you being want, said, do you want me to talk about that match, lad? Because I can talk no. about that match all night long. Well, I mean, so can I. It was kind of great. I mean, I, I, I've right. already. And then for both of those matches, I then get fed to Mithras. And now you're telling me, well, you might not have to get fed to eat Mithras. We might feed you to Paragon instead. I'm not feeding you to anybody. This, this is just, this is what you earned. This is what you got. This is, this is not, it's not like I'm punishing you. This is what you fought for. Right? Someone I mean, it wasn't his fault you got in first and second place. Someone remind me, come pay-per-view time, assuming that I get past Brew and Paragon gets past Mithras not to wear green. I don't want him to think I'm a pickle. That's that's reasonable. Uh, I got nothing for that. Um, with that being said, Maeve, I mean, it's not, you, 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 you sound it, it make it you make it sound like you know you fought for this. This is what you earned. You earned this. It's not something I've thrown you into. Why, why, why are you blaming me? Who does the rankings every week, lad? I, I mean, well, you won the matches. Yeah, I mean, you won the matches. You did. You, 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 you know, you trash talked. You did your thing. I was, you know, it's not like I said, oh, let's put Maeve against this person just, just because it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. I, I see how it is. So you're you're telling me that my my reward for all my hard work, all the effort I've put in, all the shit I've told, is to to keep getting thrown against these these brick walls you got here. I mean, 
Kinda, yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, I mean, something's you, gonna have to change. Well, I mean, you're just going to have to learn how to break through a brick wall. That's all there is to it. I might have to go looking for some new heavy equipment. I mean, okay, but just just to let you know, I, make, check check the health insurance to make we make sure we pay for it. Because there's some things. Never mind. <clears throat> <laughs> you won't even pay for mental health coverage, even though I've sent that petition to your office every week for months. Oh, good lord! If I if you you realize if I if I had to pay for all everyone's mental health, this company would be judgment alone would bankrupt him. Two seconds. You you realize? I mean, that, and then right? you got Mark Gallagher. I mean, that would be like an entire team right there. And, and, I mean, oh wait, let's not forget Chris Cage. I'm not sure there's doctors enough for that one. Yeah, well, yeah. There's... I mean, Mayhap Mayhap Mossman needs to be pickier about who he hires then. I I think personally, I think the A in Radical American Wrestling is actually Radical Asylum Wrestling. I just maybe. Uh... <laughs> you might be right, lad. As for you, Pentagon, I see you out there running your mouth. Considering that you're sitting here going on about, oh, woe is me, I've lost all these matches, and I get a match handed to me, I don't want to hear what you have to think about the place in the rankings. Ouch. So, it will, again, to get before we, we do have to talk about Brew, because Brew is the person you're facing tomorrow. She, since returning to RAWF, about month and a half ago has been tearing it up and there's no doubt uh, she's going to be ready for you tomorrow. What, you know, you say you've had to go up against some walls. Uh, you consider her as tough as Paragon and Mithras? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that she's the same kind of challenge that someone like Mithras or Paragon is. I mean, for one thing, she's not near as big as they are. But, I mean, she's a legend for a reason. I've faced her in several companies. Uh, not, I don't think I've faced her since she's been back in RWS, but I've faced her in several companies, and she's always a challenge. And she's she's got some advantages that I'm going to have to overcome. So I don't want to, to make it sound like I'm looking past that and already thinking about facing Mithras or Pentagon because I know it's going to be a long, hard fight to get past Brew just to get to that point. So, I mean... Do I think well, that she's the same level of challenge as them? No. But do I think that she's a challenge? Yes. All right, fair enough. Well, uh at the you know, at the risk of I don't I'm not even gonna go there. Good luck to you tomorrow against the brunette strangler. It's going to be What were you gonna do to me again, lad? Um, I mean no. she's kinda right. You you do sort of jinx people. I wasn't going – see, I wasn't going to – I was getting ready to – all I was getting ready to say is the last time I per, I, I bet against Maeve, uh, she beat the Immortal Griffith in their number one contenders match. So I am not – I am not making a prediction because those are – these are two heavy-duty ladies when you talk about Brew and Maeve. Should be a really good match, I'm, possibly the match I'm of the I'm not sure if I have Vacant say I'm going to win. Vacant's been on a streak lately. Oh, now, now my opinion is good. Now we want my opinion. <laughs> I, it were never your opinion I were turning down, lad. 
I mean, <laughs> kind of. Hmm. Were there anything else, Boltzmann? Oh, Maeve, good luck tomorrow against the Brunette Strangler. The winner goes on to face whoever the Platinum Dragon champion is, whether it be Mithras or Paragon, at Cataclysm. Good night, Boltzmann. Good night. Good night, vacant. Good night. All right, we're going to take a quick short song break. When we return, more people to talk to, more things to talk about. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Be back in just a few minutes. I've had enough. I'll make a mistake. I'll never take another drop of blood from me. And judge you all. One final bow. I'll be all right today. But in the streets, the royal fall. I will do what I must until I see them crawl out to me.
We're back, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> this is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. And L Vacant. L Vacant. Okay. <clears throat> Apparently he's talking with somebody. Uh, but anywho, uh, with that being said, let's bring in... All right, let's talk to a lady who has a shot at the Midnight Hobo Championship tomorrow. She is the one and only. Lady Vex Diablo. Good evening, LA. How are you? Oh, I'm, it's been one of those nights, as you can tell. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anywho, uh, tomorrow a shot a midnight hobo contendership match against the man called Carnage King. So. Well, first of all, let's talk about the Midnight Hobo Championship. It is a title you have not uh, ever had a, a shot for. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're excited about tomorrow's match. Absolutely. Totally. Um, I'd like to hold this title legitimately when uh, we get past this contendership. <clears throat> right. <laughs> You know, you know, things happen. It is what it is. But um, what it what it is what it is. Let's talk about Carnage King, though. Uh, do you know much about this man? He's he, some people are like, who is this person? Do you do you know who he used to go by? I do. It's so weird you ask me that. I feel like I've been asked that before. Yes, I am absolutely aware of Enforcer Pain. Used to hang out with a group of friends of mine and used to be pretty brutal even then. Um, you know, the guy can the guy can lay a hit on a person and he can take a hit. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, fantastic in the ring. He's coming around to the RAWF way. He's starting to make solid examples of people. Indeed, since he since he came back to RAWF, and with, since we know who he since we both know who he is, since he came back under this new uh, this new uh, moniker, 
Uh, he has been ripping it up. There's no doubt about it. He was had a very impressive showing in the rankings, uh, very impressive in the ring, taking on some some not so easy opponents, and and certainly uh, he it would should be an interesting challenge for you tomorrow against Carnage King. Like, so let's talk about. I'm, the midnight I'm really surprised you're not going on about his match at the pay per view and who he squished in the match. Oh, you mean you mean the fact that he 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 might he might have stomped the a mud hole into Cephalon Sheik? Is that what you, is that is that what you're going on? Is that what you're referring to? You know. I, you know what's really weird? I was I was just thinking about that match too because, yeah, he really put a hole in mud. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd be his... so happy about that. <clears throat> well, you, you know, know, if it was I anyone wanted... other than Teflon, I'd feel bad for him. <laughs> I mean, I I won't I won't sit here and say I'm not happy that Swords and Centaurs won, um, because I am happy because I faced Hotness twice for that title. But I'm only going to cheer Claymore on. I'm not going to cheer for Teflon at all, ever. Period. So yes, LA. As I am sad that you still have your golden locks. You and Carnage King put a hurt on the Teflon Sheik. I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Do you know, did you, <laughs> you speak of, but I have to say, I'm, I'm still upset. I'm st- I still did not get the perfect night I wanted as far as Sheik goes at Tropical Aggression because not only did was he able to manage, uh, manage winning the tag belts, he did something that only one other person in RAWF has ever done. And what's that? Win the tag titles with a different partner. You know, I've I've really I've really tried. I've tried to win it with three different partners. I've won it I with one. I we yeah, <laughs> I've tried. I've really given it a solid effort. I, I even dragged well, Griffin with me so we could both do that achievement right there. That I'm, I, I will do my best to make sure that somebody does it with three different partners, okay? How's that sound? I mean, it means I'd have to dump Cheeky off at some point. But Cheeky and I win. A year from now, maybe I'll win it with someone else. You never know. All right. Well, Vex, good luck to you against Carnage King tomorrow. Winner was faced the midnight ho- for a shot at the midnight hobo championship currently held by Beast, uh, <laughs> who who defeated Luke Cage to become the new midnight hobo champion. So let's talk about your thoughts on the midnight hobo championship. Uh, you know how it's it's pretty coveted here in RAWF. Talk to me about that. Um, it's one I haven't had a shot at. I usually hover too close to national and world title to go for it. Um, the whole legacy behind Midnight Hobo, I've, I've kind of stayed away from it for various reasons. Um, but I have gone for White Lightning, and I think it is time that Midnight Hobo sees a more feminine waist than Beast. I mean, congratulations to Beast on beating Luke. That was a hell of a match, um, right down to the wire. 
And it was it was interesting to see who all showed up at that match. But yeah, I think it looked good on my waist. I, I haven't had it before. I've I've had so many other belts here that I think it's time. Make the display case expand a little bit. All right. Well, good luck to you tomorrow against Carnage Kings X. It should be a lot of fun. And uh, if you win, it's on to the Midnight Hobo Championship for you at Cataclysm. Good luck. Thanks, L.A. All right. So, L.A. Vacant. Let's talk about, let's get your take on some of these matches we've been talking about. First of all, Let's talk about the, the Platinum Dragon contender match between Maeve and Brunette Strangler. Do you have a horse in this race? Well, I mean, apparently, you know, I'm expected to, you know, hit my crystal ball and, and call the winner here. So, um, no, I actually, look, um, I think if Maeve can get out of her own head about apparently, you know, she's feeling like, oh, I'm getting thrown against these brick walls, blah, blah, blah. But if she can get out of her own head and do what she's doing, she's going to win the match, right? That's just how that's going to go. Um, if she can't get out of her head, Brew is certainly going to sense that and stomp her. And that's that's just going to be the truth of that match. Like, like Brew is a professional. She's, if she goes in there sensing weakness, she's going to use it. Very true. Very true. Um, so moving on National title contender match uh, Excuse me Try again Yeah I know right There it is It is Paragon versus Money Sue Who you get, Who's your money on in that one Oh Paragon hands down Alright there, There's no thought process there I mean look I, I actually I don't really care for Money Sue very much. I mean I don't hate him as much as some people, but I, I mean I understand why they have the hate, um, and 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 I actually respect him very much. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason. Uh, you know, having done my research, I, I actually you know also vote, uh, well I shouldn't say voted, but I, I I agreed that he should be put in. Um, you know, but I'm going to say uh, uh, he, he's not Paragon. He's just not. Fair enough. Fair enough. Who do you like in the Platinum Dragon title match? The, the, the Is the third time the charm for the Paragon of Greatness when he goes one-on-one against Mithras? Let's see. Um, I, I mean, I, I kind of got to go with Mithras at this point. Uh, I mean... Even Paragon himself said, "Look, he, you know, he's he's gone after the the belt three times now for Mithras, and he's 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 not he he hasn't he hasn't managed it, you know. Um, and you know, we've we've seen this a little bit before. And if history's going to repeat itself, he won't take the belt for Mithras for at least another twenty-seven bouts." <laughs> wow. Uh, I suppose this is true. This is true. This, it, it, you're right. It, it it does seem like a big deja vu when it comes to... Jeez, um, yes, it does. Midnight Hobo Contender Match. Lady Vex versus Carnage King. I, 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 I got to go with Vex on that one. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where that's going. Okay. Fubar City Contender Match. Your boy, Boney Jiggles, taking on Birdie Lady, the Raven, or Raven, uh, Raven, this is her, I, 
she hasn't held R.A.W.F. gold for quite a while, but Boney, I don't believe has ever held R.A.W.F. gold. Who no, do you I, like? I, I, I think I'm going to go with Boney on this one. I mean, partly because I just enjoy saying the name, but I, I, I think that's, I think that's probably how that's going to go. All right. Let's see. Two triple crown contender matches. Who do you like between Judge and Sheik? Well, assuming he doesn't, you know, take a payoff, it's going to be Judge. Did you ever think you'd ever ever say that? See, see, I picked Judge to win matches before. Okay. Uh, and the I other mean, triple often, crown, but it happens. <laughs> the other triple crown contender match is the Razor and the Hawkster. That one's tougher. I. I... I mean that's going to be a brutal match, right? Like that's that like that's going to be just a slugfest, which I mean, which is going to be great. That's just going to be fun to watch. Um, uh, I I think I'm going to say Hawkster though. All right. And then multimedia contender match: Luke Cage taking on Matt the Cack. Uh, Matt oh, is look, you know, Luke Cage is going to be angry. He's he's he just lost the title like he just lost his first title, you know he he's 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 there's no way he's okay with that he's he's going to be angry he's going to be coming into that fight to prove something, um, and I think he's going to prove it on Matt's face, with his fist. Well, you know if Luke does win that match, he goes on to face his te- his terror teammate uh, Claymore for the multi. Wait, was I right? Yes, for the multimedia championship. Hey. And the way the Terror Inc. works, they kind of they, they they kind of like to play uh, hot potato with titles, so that could get interesting. I I don't see Claymore just handing him the title. I think it'll be a case of, but I think they really fight. I do because Luke Luke likes Luke's, Luke likes the payday for being uh, being a champion. He's made that very clear. Um, and you know, I think Terror Inc. as a group has made it clear that you know they don't really care about each other very much. So uh, unless it benefited Claymore to drop the title, he wouldn't. So I, I think I think what we're going to see is we're going to see Luke prove a point uh, uh, to get the title match, and then we're going to see a real honest-to-God title match. All right. Well, if it should be a very interesting night in the Staples Center tomorrow night. Let's talk to now. Let's go back. Let's go bring back on uh, the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar Cougs. Yes. Uh, earlier today, you laid out a challenge uh, to a certain member of TACT, the Hawkster. So, Lady, have you, first of all, you haven't got a response yet that I know of, correct, from the Hawkster on this challenge you correct. made to him? That uh, is correct. So, um, this challenge of the Hawkster it stems from possibly, you know, the issues you've been having with your husband, Nightcrawler. Uh, Correct. Nightcrawler. So, why, why, why get, why do you want to get involved in taking on the Hawkster? Well, because now he's being like me and using um, not so good. You know, he's paying off the refs. It's, what I'm thinking. I mean, first he gets one to reverse a decision. And then we get the fast count in the multi-man 
tag team match at Tropical Aggression. Hmm. I, I mean, that was a quick match. There's no doubt about it. And it didn't it, it didn't seem like it was a, a fair fight. Nightcrawler wasn't able, ever able to tag in. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I, I suppose I could see that point. What What are your plans for the Hawkster then? What What is it you you want to get out of this situation? Uh, I need to find out what he, how many he wants to have on his team first, or if he wants to go one-on-one, and then I will gladly sharpen my claws up real nice and sharp and pointy and show him what happens when you mess with a family member. All right, fair enough. How are things going over at the compound? Uh, the stables, are, are they all finished? Not quite, almost. They're They'll, they should be ready for my Labor Day barbecue. Oh, Labor Day barbecue. Am I invited to that? Mm-hmm. Cause, okay. Cause, as long as you don't bring Judge, yes. I don't. I, I <laughs> right now I no because he'd bring that freaking face, and I don't. I don't. That's the last thing I want to see when I'm getting ready to dig into some barbecue. Is that that funk? Mm, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I just don't want him destroying any more of my property. <sighs> I might have to charge R A W F for the stables. Now that I think about it, mm. I mean, you did have him do the fireworks show, and it hmm. wouldn't be the first time. Go ahead, whatever. <laughs> just you know, unlimited coffee for you, I guess, and some. And yes, Chris Cage, you did make the rankings, and tomorrow you challenge the Teflon Sheep for his Superstars Championship, just so you know. <clears throat> uh, but Coogs, anything else we need to cover here? Uh, anything else you had to say or talk about? Uh, actually, Beast wanted me to mention his art scene that he's got going on right now. He wants everybody to check it out, go in and make an order. He is charging right now because all proceeds will be going to the tournament that we will be doing in October, and we will have those sign-ups starting in November. We are not asking for donations. We're just going to have people sign up to fight for what we have been collecting over the year. All right. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you, Cougs. All right. The Cougar, the First Lady of Anarchy, she has made a challenge to the Hawkster. Will he answer? We Stay tuned. We will find out. <clears throat> All right. Next up is our reigning men's, champ, men's and Hatfield and McCoy champion. He already knows his opponent for the Hatfield and McCoy at Cataclysm. Let's see, get his thoughts on that and one other thing. He is the one and only. I am... Immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? To the list of the pain, to fight the glory, the game. I'm boxing out here in the ring, and no one is saying what you think. I leave a rose on your grave.
ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Ah, good evening, sir. Good evening. Ah, well, before we talk about what well, we, we talked last week about your win over Judge, so we, we, we don't need to expound on that too much and the win over Cougs, but uh, I have to say, excellent job refereeing the match between myself and Teflon Sheik. You you called it right down the middle as I knew you would, although you did have to handle some business uh, when Sheik attacked you from behind because he was getting frustrated because he, you know, had no well, answer for me. Look, I, I mean, it is what it is. You know, you get you get a guy like him in the ring. I mean, you, you saw the amount of things I had to take off of him before the match even started. I mean, like, I, and I really don't want to know what he was going to do with the bobblehead. Like all the other stuff, I kind of was like, all right, I see. What you're, but why the bobblehead? Like. Hmm. I, I don't know. It, it, it didn't know he liked to play with dolls, but you know it is what it is. Uh, at the same time, uh, you did a great job, and you you definitely didn't take any sh- shit yeah. from him. And you did a great job. That was a lovely match. I was I was I was honored and proud to be that close, front and center for it. Uh, Your hair's so, quite lovely today, by the way. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, it's still here. Well, hand. So we know that the Teflon Sheik will not be your next opponent for the for a world title shot or for a men's title shot. Sorry, not a world title shot. Uh, God, let's hope that doesn't happen. But since you're here, let's take a look at the arsehole of the month and see how that is going. I did forget to do that earlier. And, well, we're in round three. And, oh, look at that. You're still in there. Uh, Along with... He's still in there. It's true. Kane the Governor, Don Shadow, Johnny Blaze, Powerbomb McGee, Claymore, Carnage King. There's a lot of interesting names in there. Yeah. Um, As a matter of fact, I believe... Hold on. Yeah, you get... In the next round, you get to go up against Powerbomb McGee, who I, you know, has just come out of retirement uh, and came into RAWF to try the waters here. Uh, have you have you ever heard of Powerbomb McGee? I would hope so. He was on my USL team back in the day. Wow! So you know Powerbomb? Oh, okay. That should be a good matchup then. Uh, he, he 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 shares a uh, USL win with me. And you know it's still still a long ways away, of course, from finding out who you'll be facing, but or if you get to win and choose the choose your opponent again. Should be I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing who you would choose if you were again to win uh, the title for sure, but or win the the tournament. But we do know that you will be facing Beast for that Hatfield McCoy Championship. Here at Cataclysm in, in just a few weeks. Uh, any thoughts on the match with Beast? Um, well, I gotta say, I'm uh, I've been facing Beast a lot lately, so I, I I feel a little bad for them. Like they keep running into. Speaking of running into brick walls, as someone mentioned earlier, I, I feel like Beast must be getting a little frustrated with that. Every every time he turns around, he seems to find me. So I guess the real question is. <laughs> How does Beast feel about that match? Well, I'm sure I'm sure he's looking forward to it. I'm sure he he's looking his chops because uh, if he 
he could walk out with two titles if if somehow he manages to beat you and then retain his Midnight Hobo Championship from whoever he faces. Um, but yeah, it should be a very interesting match, one that I am looking very much forward to for that for that Hatfield McCoy Championship. So you've held the title now for a couple months, and you know it, it may not. We we can't say it doesn't have the prestige of the Platinum Dragon Championship or the Men's Championship, but it's not, what does it mean to you, the Hatfield McCoy Championship? So so funny enough, I uh, I joined I joined this division uh, sort of on a lark, right? Like so back in the day uh, when I was still new to the business. Uh, Judgment was one of those people that actually kind of, kind of, you know, kind of embraced me, you know, in the locker room and not like that, get your head out of the gutter. Um, you know, but he, you know, he, he, he was actually very, you know, uh, inviting, uh, you know, he introduced me around to some people once we met, uh, including you. And he, uh, he invited me to a company that he was getting off the ground. And apparently it was something he had done before, you know, this whole hack, hack McCoy's thing and I went in uh, and I did pretty well but you know judgment being judgment you know not really great with money when it's his own you know the company didn't last very long and it went under but when it went under I was its champion so I said you know it only seemed fitting when he started up here that I should I should I should be in this thing because I I was his as far as I know I was his last champion I mean for all I know he restarted the company six more times between now and then and I never heard about it Um, but as far as I know I was the last champion so, you know, I, I joined it kind of as a lark, and you know, and I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't go in saying, hey, I need this belt, I want this belt, I'm chasing this belt. I, I have, I have the belt, you know, that that means a lot to me right now, and I, you know, that's where my, that's where my attention was, and I don't mean to say that as like to disrespect this other belt because it's important and it's good, but I, but it wasn't like my sights were set on it. So I kind of just did what I did. I, I go into the ring, you know, and so the bell rings and I just demolish whoever's in front of me. And that's, that's how it went. And next thing I know, I get told I'm in, I'm in the final. Like, oh, I guess I got I should pay attention to this. And then I win the final. So now I, now I got to go face coups. Like, oh, well, all right. So now, now this is a real thing. This is real, you know? And because, you know, as coups has mentioned in the past, we, we hadn't danced a lot. Like we've been around each other a lot in the company and, you know, she's done a lot in this company. She's, 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 she's made a, you know, she's done a lot of firsts, which, you know, as everyone knows, I, I, I like firsts. I like being the first to do things in the company and uh, you know, and she, and she's, she's done a few, a few of those. And, you know, and I was like, wow, I got to finally like face her for a title. It, it, this is, you know, I think it might've actually been the first time. And so I stepped it up and I started really paying attention. And, you know, we all know how that match went. And then I had the belt. So, uh, you know, and to me, it was more like, man, I, I got to face someone who, you know, is, is, you know, sort of a legend in this company. And I won decisively. And, and I thought that was a little, it was a little odd. Like I said at the time, I didn't feel like I'd gotten the cougar I'd seen in the ring all these times. Um, so then I was really happy to see that she, she won next round and she she was able to come back and then and then i did it again you know and now i've learned you know come to learn that you know there's been a lot of stuff going on in the background and you know her her attention hasn't been on the ring 
you know, so it takes a little bit of it of of the of the shine off of it of those wins, I guess. But but what it did make me do is realize, hey, this this title is is important, just like any other title in this company. It's it's important. It's got a place, and I'm going to defend it like I just like I defend the men's belt. Like it, it's it deserves the respect of any other title in this company, and, I, and I'm going to give it that. So you know, if, if Beast thinks because it's you know not the men's title that he's going to come in and, you know, and he's going to face a different Griff. He's going to face someone, you know, who doesn't care as much or who's not paying attention. He's going to, he's going to be in for a rough night. All right. Well, good luck to you. You got several weeks to prepare for that match. Uh, So earlier this week, Claymore uh, started an interactive. I don't know. What do you call, what did he call it? A, uh, interactive transmission, his live interaction transmission. And, you know, a lot of people got involved. He said a lot of things. Uh, but there was one thing that I believe you even got involved a little bit. Uh, you want to talk about that? Is it? Um, <laughs> well, uh, which part? Because I had a lot to say. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're talking about respect. Let's let's talk about the respect part. All right, look, uh, I I think it's pretty funny that Luke is going around talking about how much he respects people, and you know how it's all about respect and how they're not getting respect, and you know, so it's because I because I think it, it it's sort of hypocritical when you look at it because in, in inside his own show, Claymore disrespected his own two members of his own stable. In the first opening bit of his own show, like they don't even show each other respect. How can they expect? They don't show each other respect. They sure as hell don't show anyone in the company any respect. So how do they expect to be given any? That's not how the world works. Right? You you walk in to you walk into our living room. Hell, I'm going to be point blank. You walk into my living room, right? Because don't get don't get it twisted. This is my living room. This is my house, right? You walk into this living room, and the first thing you do is you spout off, and you disrespect me, and you disrespect Paragon, and you disrespect Mithras, the pillars that have been holding this company down for years. You don't think you're going to get a response from that? And I know you walk in here thinking, hey, I'll make some noise and get the big boys paying attention to me. But you learn the hard way. You learn the hard way that so many people learned before you. The last place you want to be, especially as new blood in this company is in my sights, right? And each and every one of you have learned it, and I will continue to teach you that lesson the, lo- the longer it takes to make for you to learn, right? You want to keep stepping up. You want to keep whining. You want to keep, sh- you know, disrespecting me and disrespecting these other people. I will shove that disrespect down your throat time and time and time again. So don't come at me saying you demand respect. Don't come at anyone else in this company that you're not getting what you deserve or you're not getting the respect you deserve or what was it? Oh, the old boys club is keeping everyone down. Bullshit. In the R.A.W.F., you get exactly what you deserve, whether you like it or not. I mean, and uh, it's just plain and simple. You come in, you do your work, you have some work ethic, you win, you get chances. You come in here, you run your mouth. Well, actually, running your mouth can be helpful, but if you just run your mouth but you don't back it up, you're not going to get anywhere. Look at Sheik. 
So I don't know if you have seen this or heard this part, but Luke actually had a response to you. If, oh, oh, did he? Would you would, would, let me let me? Uh, he goes, yeah, immortal. You said that Luke is a top talent and arguably the physical physically strongest person in the company. And brother, you ain't never lied. But Luke already went on that low rating AM radio show after birth. Mm-hmm. And openly said that Griff gave me props despite me being the board of directors with T.I. What the hell do you want, a damn hug? Or ain't enough boys and girls in the back kissing your immortal ass already? Luke don't whine because he's too damn fine. I don't got to speak for the sheik. He speaks for himself. But as for me, you say quite a few title shots I've had versus you. I count two. I earn them. You want them. I don't shy away. I don't got to shy away from that because I ain't scared of you. I'll fight you anytime, anywhere for free. Yeah, I said it, free. And Luke don't even get out of bed for less than seven figs, but he will in this one case. How about we have us a respect match? (laughs) The problem is, is I don't believe he's capable of actually respecting anyone. Why would I have a respect match? Well, I'm just letting you know that the challenge is out there. It is yours to do with what you, as you please. Uh, But if that match were to happen... Uh, please let me know if you if you if you decide that that magic will happen. I'll consider it. How is it? How is it? She would say it. I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> Fair enough, ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith, your reigning men's Hatfield and McCoy champion, and uh, Griff. We'll talk to you soon. We'll hopefully we'll find out sooner rather than later who your next opponent is for the men's championship at Cataclysm. Have a good night. All right. So it has been it has been to my attention that we have a birthday boy today. Uh, didn't just found that out a little while ago. So, ladies and gentlemen, say happy birthday to the one and only your boy Blaze McCoy. For anybody in the audience who's got a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Oh, 
Wow. So happy birthday, uh, Blaze. Happy birthday. Why are you looking at me like that, Elvig? Uh, no reason. There, there certainly wasn't any thunder or green eye balls. Nope, nothing like that happened. Oh. oh, what? No, nah, come on. It's not even freaking September yet. Oh, I've got to start this shit again. Okay. <sighs> I, good. Uh, hmm. I'm fine. I'm it's all good. Here. Are you, are you Why, sure? I, yeah, it's too, it's too, it just, we're just, you're fine. It's all good. I'm fine. It's all good. I don't know why that's mean. Okay. Hey, hey. All right. Well, time, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk with our current world and platinum dragon champion. Oh, ladies good. and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, Mithras the Title Machine now joining us on After Hours. Mithras, good evening, sir. How you doing, Amadeus? Um, oh, LV. What's up? Well, we've got a lot to talk about. First of all, congratulations on still being World and Platinum Dragon Champion again. Uh, victories over Mave and the Paragon of Greatness at Tropical Aggression. Uh, so, congratulations. Is that then where you can just start filling in a blank? <laughs> this seems to be the past, past few uh, pay-per-views. Although, in each case, um, Paragon, just, man, within inches, and misses. But... Tomorrow, you, you mean last week you're on the show, you challenged him to a, a yep. another match, a rematch, and that match will happen tomorrow in the Staples Center in Los Angeles. So what are you expecting out of Paragon on his third attempt? thing is, the only reason for this match is that he came very close to showing what all he could do at our last match. That's why I challenged him, because I think he's got just enough more in him to win. 
Now, am I going to take it easy on him? No. Am I going to make it easy? No. Am I going to let him knock me around without defending myself? No. Uh, but that's what this match is all about, to give him and actually to give the fans an opportunity to see the very best of Paragon and myself, quite frankly. All right. And what about, I mean, you, you, I'm sure you heard him speak earlier, did you not, on the match? Yes. Your thoughts on the things that he, some of the things he said, how he has a lot of questions <clears throat> that he, that he, you know, he hasn't got any answers to when it comes to you. Well, if he thinks that I need to hire somebody to injure him, to beat him in a match, I, then he's, he's beyond help at, at that point. Um, and I don't think he's there. I don't think he's there. I think he's being told BS. And uh, I think most people know I don't need to pay somebody to, to you know, attack a, an opponent I've got coming up in a match. I mean, I got to ask then, why did, uh, why did IKP come out and kind of say, hey, I want my money? I don't know. Who did he say it to? He wasn't to me. You? Nope. Do I need to play video back? Uh, I mean, I, I mean. He can, he the, can say it. I could say you're right. That's what I'm saying. Why would he? Why is he? Why is he pointing this finger at you? That's the question. He's not. He's just. He's. uh, It's just a a, you know a distraction. Just a distraction. I mean, I don't don't think you did it because it doesn't. It doesn't seem like you know the the mythos I've seen the entire time I've been in this company. Let's stop for a second. Let's see, see. Let's stop for a second. This is all fun and games, right? But you don't fuck around with the world heavyweight champion of R.A.W.F. or the platinum dragon champion of R.A.W.F. There's going to be freaking hell to pay once this gets stalled because I don't take kindly to having my name dragged through the mud, and everybody knows that. So whoever's behind this, IKP, you figure out what you really want to do. Do you really want to do this? Do you really want to take it that far? There's no return. And Paragon wants to point out, to be clear, he said he very much said he doesn't believe it's you, even if there is evidence. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's stupid. But uh, you know, it's a yeah. big match against Paragon tomorrow for that Platinum Dragon Championship. Yeah, and yeah. uh it, so good luck to you. It should be a great match on an already packed card. So. Tomorrow, the Great Red Dragon and IKP uh, will be competing for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship at Cataclysm. Any thoughts on this match and who you'd prefer to win? Uh, for a variety of reasons, I, I want, I have, you know, either is fine. I would personally, as a long-term member of REWF, like to see uh, Red Dragon get the shot, um, mostly because it mixes things up a bit, but it's with a, uh, a wrestler who's been in the company for not a short time. Um, IKP, he's tough, tough as nails. But Red Dragon has been around, paid his dues, and I guess from a heart point of view, I would like to see Red Dragon in. But based on the bullshit that IKP's pulling right now, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the ring. 
I mean, it wouldn't let you get your hands on He's not going to want to see me in the ring. What's that? What was that, Elvega? Oh, I said it would let you get your hands on him, see? Well, there may be more than one way to do that. He wants to see in the tech behind the scenes. Maybe we'll just have to show him one. All right. Well, uh, you know, if you do beat the Paragon of Greatness tomorrow and retain the Platinum Dragon Championship, you'll have to defend that at Kaladic Cataclysm as well. Uh, and the two people competing for a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship, someone you know too, very well because you faced her at the last two pay-per-views, it's Maeve O'Hare. The other is the Brunette Strangler. So you've had, obviously, success against Maeve. I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Why is it Brew is great? I have no problem with Brew. She's ranked number five. Shouldn't it be between the number three and the number four wrestler? You're the number four wrestler, Mithras. Yeah. So you can't com- you can't compete in a contender match for a title you already have. I have the four in other companies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think yeah, you I, know I by it. now. <laughs> I think I, you I, know by now how this works. <laughs> I, I know. Um, I guess the thing is that. They're both uh, both tough, and um, I would like to see someone else in one of those top belt matches. Um, you know, certainly, Maeve has, has definitely earned uh, her shot because she's there, and Brew is Brew also is is there and has earned it. Um, they're both relatively new faces, but Brew is much more of a new face in RAWF, so uh, I wouldn't have a problem. Facing either of them, but I do think Brew. It would be very cool uh, to see Brew in, the, in, in, in any title match, whether it's against me or anyone else. And they are both tough. Um, so awesome. So with that being said, Mithras, uh, good luck to you tomorrow against Paragon Platinum Dragon Championship on the line. We'll see if once again. Uh, I mean, it, it has it has been very interesting. You and Paragon. As we said, it's kind of like deja vu from a few years ago when it was Griff and Paragon at every pay-per-view, and it was not working out well for Paragon. But eventually, he did break through, so we'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow uh, from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. So, anything else you have to discuss, Mithras? Well, let me ask you a question. Are you extending the show tonight? I have already done so, but, but you know. Okay, yeah. Okay, I didn't want to take the last three minutes. Um, no, I no, think no. something needs to be something needs to be addressed um, because I've this is not the first time I've heard this, and I've heard it uh, over the past couple of years. And you know, Brew and Vex, and uh, I think it was Sin who originally started the thing. I don't know. They put their hearts, their minds, and their bodies into the glitchy awards and it's stunning to me that people would that anybody would complain about it they don't deserve that they did far more than they had to do it was a totally volunteer effort they weren't getting freaking paid to do this and all they get is heartache and whining and complaining 
And I think, you know, it's about time that somebody, you know, stood up for those two. And you don't have to agree with them on everything. Hell, you don't have to agree with them on anything. But the fact is that it's inarguable. They donated their time. They put their hearts and, and bodies and minds into it. And there's no reason to go complaining about those two or attacking those two. And honestly, the only criticism I would have would be, why didn't they tell us what was going on? Because I think they have a lot more people, and maybe they did, but there's a lot of people who would have defended them. And so, you know, all of that ruined it. This is why we can't have nice things in WU, right? Because, uh, you know, a bunch of spoiled sports uh, had to chime in and rip, you know, rip those two apart. And it was, it was public voting. There was no fixes or cheating. I mean, what a bunch of BS. It was public voting. And I don't want to hear about the little, well, I looked on it and it was three people versus two people. Who cares? Fact is, they put their hearts and minds into it. And this is one of the things I really feel passionate about because it's caused actually some, some uh, disagreements between me and, well, let's just say some other people. And I think the bottom line is we all agree. I agree. This other person and others agree. Vetch and Brew and Enston deserve none of what they got. And I think we owe them the biggest thanks because there's no other event that recognizes the entire WU world. And I think you can understand why I would have an interest in seeing something like that go on. So thank you, Vetch. Thank you, Brew. And thank you, Sam. For uh, you know, for doing all that you did, I understand why you don't want to do it again. Hell, I was in, I was a GM in World Wrestler World Cup, and you know, shoot me in the head if I have to do that again. But um, thank you. So sorry, I didn't mean to take up all the time on that kind of general thing. But those two, uh, well, Vax is here, Brew was here earlier, and I thought they needed to hear that. And I, I totally agree with everything you just said. Even though I'll be honest with you, I don't know all the details of what happened. Uh, but you know, the thing is, the glitches were a lot of fun. I enjoyed the hell out of them. Uh, might be because I took home a few, but that's beside the point. They did do some great work, Brew, Vex, and Sin. And I believe there were some, at least a couple other people involved, but those three were definitely the spearhead. Uh, so, yes, those were a lot of fun. They did a great job on those. It's sad that they won't be coming back, but um, maybe someday. Maybe, you know, we can get it worked up again. Who knows? Uh, but thank you to Vex, Brew, and Sin for the, the two times they did do it, and it was a lot of fun. All right. Well, thank you. with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if there's nothing else, Mithras, then we're going to go ahead and do promos and call it a night. Uh, first, I'll start off with Coogs. Coogs, anything you want to promo that you haven't already promoted? I'm good. Thank you. All right. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? No, I'm good. Thank you, both, man. No, this has been, this is easy. Uh, Paragon, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, sure. You know, um, in, in lieu of uh, Mark Caliber, who couldn't make it today, I'll promote uh, Commonwealth Wrestling. It's an excellent company if you're looking for a, a second company to look at outside of RAWF. It just celebrated its ninth anniversary. It's been going strong 
all nine years. Uh, Mark does solid GM work, uh, something that you can always expect and uh, you come to expect in this wrestling game if you're somebody who's an RAWF and you see great GM work on a regular basis and it's something that should be appreciated and celebrated in the WU universe. Totally agree with that. Thank you, Paragon. Iceman, anything you'd like to promote tonight, sir? No, sir. I'm good. All right. This is pretty easy. Vex, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Well, at this point, I do have to comment. Um, Thank you, Mithras, for those kind words and everyone in chat and L.A. Um, We do get quite a few thanks from people for the glitchies. Um, but in the end of it, there's always somebody that isn't happy about something, no matter what you do. You can hand a thousand wrestler bucks out a week and someone will be upset because it wasn't their turn. So we do thank you for that. And we don't start a lot of trouble with that, which was always meant to be something positive. That's why the second year we dropped some of the more negative sounding things because we wanted it to be a reflection on the good things that people had done in Unstoppable. So thank you for that. As far as promotion, um, Hellbent Studios does have monthly art tournaments. I just started the August ones for my art. If Cheeky does manage to get his PC issues taken care of, he will be setting up his own tournaments as is. Always look for one of us if you're looking to enter those or if there's a scene going. Um, also, there is Seven Star Wrestling, it's an indie-based storyline company. Um, there's some good people in there, and they're looking to have a good time. It's not run the same as RAWF, so if you're looking for something a little bit different, more um, silly <laughs> as far as things, a little bit off the cuff, um, give them a shout. Um, people known formerly as uh, Prize Fighter is now Lance Harbor, and I like what he does. I like what the kid writes, and um, some of the stuff is absolutely hilarious. I'll put it like this. Holly Cyanide is there, and she is storylining in the company, so you know it's good. All right. Thank you, Vex. Uh, Judge, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Um. Just promote REWF, guys. Get in REWF and do your thing. And I'm going to promote my. Um, I'm, I still have used nameplates for sale. If anyone wants to buy a used nameplate, if you're tired of your wrestler, if your wrestler's not edgy enough, if it's not cool enough, message me. You could be the next Relic Reed walking around. That's right. I'll sell the nameplate. So um, just message me and I'll uh, hook you up. Hook you up. Ah, <sighs> vacant. Anything you'd like to promote tonight? I mean, I mean, uh, remind me. I want to talk to you later about that relic read uh, thing because that could be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, but other than that, uh, let's see. What do I want to promote? Uh, there's nothing new going on with the taco trucks. We've already left Mexico, so there's nothing fun to talk about there. Um, I got stood up on a date, so that kind of sucks. No, I guess I really got nothing to talk about. All right. Wow. Uh, Mithras, anything? Yes. Anything? Would you like? Anything you'd like? I've been chomping at the. Yeah, I've been chomping at the bit because I got a jam. Um, 
few things. One, the uh, wrestler review and comment for RAWF wrestlers is we're going to have another episode coming up, and nominations will be uh, uh, taken in a scene that will be published probably tonight, and then in a few days we'll we'll make a decision on who that uh, wrestler will be. And the, the idea is to bring in, um, you know, to, to bring to the forefront. Uh, wrestlers who haven't been around for 100 years in RAWF but are new or just making their way up the, the rankings. So uh, please do that. Also, there's a couple of new uh, merchandise items at RAWF store. Um, there are the uh, Terror Inc. Venture Pistols and the uh, Chic uh, Rubber Glove. You wear when you, you know, use the ventriloquist on. <laughs> a, All right. Uh, 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 there is, uh, no, there's, there's a diet by Luke. Um, that, that R.A.W.F. is promoting, and it tells you how to lose 10 ugly pounds in about 15 minutes. Um, so that's something good. And otherwise, thank you again, Brew, Vex, and Sin, for the glitches. Have a great night, everybody. All right. Then turn to the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the Great Red Dragon. What do you have for us tonight? Two things. First, because Peregrine forgot it, I want to promote pickles. Eat them, eat them, yum, yum for your tummy. Number two, be there tomorrow night at the Staples Center where the first hundred customers will get Midnight Hobo at 10% discount. That's a great discount for L.A., right? Yeah. Anyways, be there. We're also going to be starting up a new line of Midnight Hobo drizzled pickle chips. Woohoo! Deep fried. Thank you, Dragon. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Last, last but not least, the Immortal Griffith. R- really? I got I, I got I to follow up deep fried pickles. I mean, come on, that's not cool. I mean, I mean, how do I how do I beat deep fried pickles? Well, actually, I guess I could point out that there'll be enough of them that there'll still be some left over after Paragon gets to them. No, maybe. Um, no, I got nothing. All right. Well, then, in that case, I suppose we'll call it a night then, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for uh, showing up tonight. Thank you all for joining in and enjoying this show. We will see you right here next week on RAWF After Hours. We'll, we'll find out who gets to, on at least most of them the contender matches and see who will be facing who at cataclysm. We'll find out maybe possibly whether we have a new platinum dragon champion and uh, hopefully a new superstars champion. We can talk about that. I'm hoping please Chris gauge. Excuse me. Oh, I was not muted. Oh my God. No, no, you weren't. Apparently somebody and somebody apparently is getting on judges' nerves. Well, more on that next week. This has been R.A.W.F. After Hours on a Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night, everybody.